And also, I talked the other night, um, Thursday night, about to, to one of the middle-aged gentlemen, older advisors, mentors, older than me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for qualifying that. Not old uh, person, but just get uh, wise uh, he, in their ways yeah, 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 yeah. about how God's timing works and how when we want an answer to our prayers, God is beyond time. Days are nothing to him. Years are nothing to him. It's all going to be a part of the bigger picture, and somehow he makes it all work. Like We have evidence of God answering our prayers already, I'm sure, both of you. No? Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Because if, if, it's, if it's no for you, then you should probably like reflect, and you should really see if God did. I'd say the first thing, yeah, reflect, and then also look at what you're praying for. Right, that's true. That's true. Because if you're praying for like a Man, bit, I really want this Lamborghini. I need a bajillion dollars. <laughs> uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like I said, God is beyond time, so you can't really expect it on on your timeline. So like the response that God gives you to your prayer is probably not going to be what you think. Because you, we can't. He doesn't think in human terms. We don't think in God terms. This is episode six of Spiritual Disciplines. This one we're going to be going over prayer and prayer. Yeah, so we all kind of came with some stuff in our heads already. Uh, as always, start with some a definition. Yep, definition, scripture. Yep. Questions will come from there. Yep. But... Um, yeah, hopefully this discussion is... I feel like this is probably the easiest to define. No. What? I would say just speaking, whether that be verbally or just mentally, to <clears throat> the creator. Noun. An address such as a petition to God or a God in word or thought. Hmm. So is it is it us talking at God or is it a conversation? Um, oh... Like, I don't know. What do you mean by conversation? Well, because in our prayers, do we give God room to talk, or do we just assume that, like, we have to be patient? We have to wait for God's answer. So, if we're saying a prayer, we're not inherently waiting for an the answer. The way I just... take it is like I'm. This is my time to talk to God, and then, so I'll, I'll just say like, direct me in my ways or something, something of that sort, and. So in his response, I'm expecting that to be like just throughout my life, kind of not necessarily right then in the prayer. Yeah, that's what I mean. So so it's more like our opportunity to speak to God. That's what I would say. And kind of show our dependence on him, because I feel like something that we can also define or put in the definition is that like God knows our hearts. So or not part of the definition. God knows our hearts. So why do we pray? Why do we have to speak into that? It's important to humble yourself and know, and also I think for you to know your heart. 
and you to I think it's important to verbalize it. I guess yeah, cuz I've heard a lot about being a verbal processor and when you when you speak about things you're able to um kind of understand yourself better yep. from from speaking and same with like studying if you're teaching someone a topic, you're going to understand it better. Um and so yeah. That that kind of brings up a question. Do you guys pray out loud or in your head? Yes. I do both. Same. <laughs> okay. Um on on my own, it tends to be in my head. I've done both. Um and then obviously as a group, yeah, often yeah, yeah. you're praying out loud. All right, guys, I'll pray for us. <laughs> <laughs> well, yeah, the, there is a Often, uh, I'm not sure how extensive this is, but a lot of times where we'll be in a group and still have a silent prayer. Yeah. Um, yeah. I mentioned we usually do that for dinner, my family. But Oh, yeah. Um, interesting. I, I place a great amount of significance on uh, speaking when I pray, even if it's just like a whisper. Uh, I think it's important me to st- it's important for me to stay focused, but yeah. I was just curious because I know my friend doesn't. Uh, Ethan, Ethan said he he said he never prays out loud, and I was like, "What?" Because like I do, I do it all the time, and so for him, he just he he can focus perfectly fine, not not speaking out loud. So just curious. Yeah, yeah I think more than one thing can be like okay depending yeah, on the yeah, person, yeah, but. I, I do think for myself, I think that'd be a good challenge is to pray out loud more. Um, personally, I, I do find myself getting distracted a lot. And yeah, I could see that coming from just like it's all in my head and I maybe you focus on the words more. Or, I think yeah. praying out loud definitely makes me really test my like faith a lot, I think, because it's like, you know, it's easier for Satan to be like, you're insane. You're talking to yourself or like you're, you're literally talking to nobody. That's interesting. Cause I, I've never <laughs> like, I, I pray a lot, but I, I, I never, never thought that. Well, cause my prayers, I kind of speak it as like a conversation because I'm not yeah. sure, um, how to like, cause usually in a conversation you listen. And so like, I, I just ask God for all of these things and I'm just like constantly just rattling off like things I, want God to notice or like, cause I, and I find myself more and more just being like, I know you want to be my God. So you want me to want things from you. Yeah. So that's, that's, that's what brings me back to like not caring about how much I'm asking God for things because I need to rely on him to change myself. I can't yeah. do it on my own. And in a sense, you're still humbling yourself to recognize that you can't do this on your own. Well, it depends what you're asking for. <laughs> Yeah, um, but I heard an interesting like thought about like, are you? Because I I watched like a YouTube video um, about prayer, and the guy was like, you have that one friend that calls you up on the phone, and just seems like they're just like talking at you, and you can't like get a word in, and mm-hmm. you're kind of just there to listen. Um, and like, how does that feel to be that? And like, do you think God is that way for you? Like, is God just that friend that just, like, sits there and listens while you talk at him? 
I think he's speaking to you all the time in your life, and that's your time to listen. Prayer is when you listen? It can no. be. Well, that, that's not the point I was making, but yes, I, I mean, certainly it can be, but I, I think I think reading is your listening, right? Because that's God's word. Mm-hmm. And then praying is your time to speak. Mm-hmm. Um, do we do we have specific uh, scripture? Yeah, so I, have a, so I have a few things um, going on. Your uh, this came to my mind when you said, like, you pray for things that you want, or, or like, yeah, just help or whatever. And so there's a verse in James, James four three, when you ask, you do not receive because you ask with wrong motives that you may spend that you may spend what you get on your pleasures. So. That one is, it's just, it's interesting. Um, so I try not to ask for things that I I want. And if I do, I try and add the clause, if it be your will, <laughs> you know. Because mm-hmm. um, like, it, I mean, Jesus modeled that all the times, all the time in his prayers. Like when he was in Gethsemane, like if there be any other way, like please. <laughs> but he was like, ultimately, if this is your will, like <laughs> yeah then yeah um <coughs> how do you guys deal with distraction cuz cuz we uh we talked about that briefly and i i like me talking out loud is part of what helps me not get distracted do you guys have any methods or like hmm. what do you do with that distraction um one thing that i've appreciated um and I think I'd like to do this more, but um, there are some prayers that have kind of been common and they're like scripted and you can, um, it's something that you can just read. One that I've appreciated is um, the serenity prayer. I'm not sure if you know it, but it says, uh, oh God, give us the serenity to accept Accept what cannot be changed, the courage to change what can be changed, and the wisdom to know one from the other. Hmm. Um, and so I've read some prayers like that, and I have a book in my room of, um, it's like a book of common prayers that has prayers that go all the way back to like the early centuries to now that have been like prayed and that have been written out by um by like priests and uh all sorts of clergy and stuff yeah um and so i i've appreciated that and i like going through that and reading those is a prayer that's interesting for me like i i cannot get it to feel like a prayer when i'm reading something Hmm. like i just i've tried i I just can't like i because i was going through a book it's called the awe of God, and ev- at the end of every chapter, it had a prayer. Um, and so, like, I read it every time, but I just, it, it didn't feel like mine, you know. Did you guys growing up have any prayers that you would just repeat, and they're, like, you'd repeat them, like, before you go to bed, and they're the same words every time, or you before you eat, and you'd repeat, repeat them? The Lord's Prayer and one of the songs oh, yeah. about... Um, like the meadow, I forget what psalm that is. Twenty three. It's like if I should die before I wake. Nope. Pray to God, my not. soul to take. Uh, yeah, I know what you're talking about. It's not 
a Bible verse, but the first part of it is, I think. Okay. Maybe. I don't, I don't know. I think I'm I might be thinking about the same that one. I did like kind of a like a nursery rhyme esque prayer yeah, when I was a kid. Yeah. And yeah, so Well, I think as I got older I realized that prayer is supposed to be my time to talk to God personally, like one on one. And mm-hmm. so yeah, I I agree. Reading prayers does not get me to the same place as just having my own conversation with God. Yeah. About what's on my mind. Yeah. Where I was going with the distraction thing is I heard one time I I don't know who this was from, but they said whenever you get these like one off thoughts when you're trying to pray pray for that thing because clearly it's on your mind you know and it might be hard if it's literally just a distraction um, and you think there's nothing to it but sometimes at least like just the wandering thoughts that are in your head like from the day or whatever like just pray about that stuff because if it's in your mind enough to distract you from prayer then you need to pray about it (laughs) right yeah uh, pray like what's in your mind is probably what's important to you at mm-hmm. the moment yeah and so offering that to god and surrendering that to god is that's good yep it's part of the reason why prayer is a discipline is that you have to train yourself to get better at praying and be consistent with it yeah discipline yourself to not get distracted yeah what i've learned recently is i think now this is not a fully formed idea <laughs> so bear with me but i think that praying is kind of your route to loving god hmm. and the reason i say that is uh i heard one time that like so with the lord's prayer um here well let's just go through it real quick i'll pull it up yeah that's good um, you're saying that was your line that prayer is a way prayer is your route to loving route, God. route to loving God. Yeah. I, I feel like that's kind of said that can be said across all these spiritual disciplines. Yeah. Like worship. Yeah. I that's think fasting. Fair. Yeah. Reading um, scripture. This one just sticks out to me, I guess is what. Yeah. I, yeah. That's yeah, fair. yeah. So the Lord's prayer, I don't know what translation this is in. Our Father which art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread and forgive us our debts as as we forgive our debtors. And lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. Uh, so I listened to, maybe it was a whole sermon. I, I don't really know. But he said, that Jesus didn't tell you this prayer necessarily like for you to recite it. Like he he was teaching you how to pray. And so if you go through and like look at how he models it or treat treat this as kind of like a um like a filler. So when it says like hallowed be thy name, like it's kind of like this and then you yeah. put your own words in for that. So like if you think about how he starts it, Father, how you art in heaven, hallowed be your name. So that's like praising him for first and foremost and then saying thy kingdom come thy will be done on earth as it is in heaven as earth as it is in heaven so that's kind of just taking the self out of it and just being like i like whatever your will is lord like you not me right so 
I have started incorporating that into my prayers. Uh, just foremostly uh, praising slash thinking about who I'm praying for or praying to rather because um, really God is so infathomably great and powerful that it helps to think about it a little bit before right. Francis, Francis Chan says that you should take 30 seconds before you pray just to think about it mm-hmm. so it, it's mind-boggling isn't yeah. it yeah mm-hmm. and yeah. I guess that's kind of where I come from with my learning how to love God because it's just like he is so so powerful and so awesome that I, I can't even comprehend it. You know, with how amazing our brains are, it's just, you just can't. So, yeah. Um, related to that one thing that um, I've heard, and I think it's been helpful for me, is like acronyms for uh, like how you should pray. Yeah. And one that was kind of taught to us growing up was the ACTS acronym. And they'd do adoration, uh, confession, thankfulness, and supplication. Um, and I I think that's helpful. Like Hold the, on, adoration, uh, confession. Okay, and then thankfulness. Thankfulness, and then supplication. Supplication. What's that? Um. Um. I don't want to get this wrong. Oh, you have to look it up. Yeah. So you don't really know the acronym then. <laughs> no, <laughs> just mess. Yeah, that um yeah, that that's supplication is more like a request for okay. something. Okay. Yeah. That's what I was thinking, but I wasn't sure. Yeah. Um really similar concept there. I mean, I don't really see anything cuz there's the give us this day our daily bread. Um Is that asking or is that giving thanks? Um probably asking. Yeah. Um I don't think it has to be in that order. Yeah, yeah, either, no, 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 no. I'm just saying, like, the correlations. Right. Yeah. That ties in with fasting. Huh? That ties in with fasting. Because I think what he means there is, like, hear our prayer and, like, give us that blessing of the day. Yeah. Like, it's, he's not talking about physical bread. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's talking about the bread of life. Hmm. And so when you're praying, you obviously don't want to pray an empty prayer where you're you don't expect God to do anything because that's part of faith is expecting God to answer your prayer and fulfill his promises. And so if you're asking God to give us like his daily bread, you like when I, when I don't pray during the day, obviously feel worse. But when I do pray, I get that daily bread. Can't really put my finger on what, what that is, but it's like God's peace. And like, you can't describe what exactly that is. Yeah. Talking about like uh having requests and like praying for specific things. Um I've heard it said before and I'm not going to quote this word for word, but somebody said something like if you've already figured out for yourself what is the best thing like the best outcome and you're praying for that best outcome, you'll often be blinded to what God's true responses um and hold on go over that again so if if you so uh say i'm praying 
for uh um for health or whatever because i don't know um and if i've decided that i should be healthy then oh you're deciding the best outcome right gotcha. and, yeah, yeah, yeah. and i can be blinded to what god's will actually is which i I don't know. I, I'm I'm not sure how I feel about that, and I might maybe I shouldn't have brought this up because I might not have uh, said that right. Well, I think that's a a valid thought because I, that kind of makes me think of if you if you expect God the the way you expect God to answer your prayer might not be the way He answers your prayer, mm-hmm. and so if you put that like expectation on on God, and then He doesn't come through, then I've found the best thing is to just ask for a, like, oh my word, ask for an answer. Not just, not the one you want, just, and like, make me aware of it kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. And also, I talked the other night, um, Thursday night, about, to to one of the middle-aged gentlemen, older advisors, mentors, older than me. Okay. <laughs> Thanks for qualifying that. Not uh, old person, but just get uh, wise he, in their ways yeah, 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 yeah. about how God's timing works and how when we want an answer to our prayers, God is beyond time. Days are nothing to him. Years are nothing to him. It's all going to be a part of the bigger picture and somehow he makes it all work. Like, we have evidence of God answering our prayers already. I'm sure both of you know. Yeah. Yes. Mm-hmm. That's a good answer. Because if, if it's, if it's no for you, then you should probably like reflect and you should really see if God did I'll say the first thing. Yeah. Reflect. And then also look at what you're praying for. Right. That's true. That's true. Cause if you're praying for like, a man, I really want this Lamborghini. I need a bajillion dollars. <laughs> Uh, yeah, of course. Yeah. But like I said, God is beyond time, so you can't really expect it on on your timeline. So like the response that God gives you to your prayer is probably not going to be what you think. Because we can't. He doesn't think in human terms. And we don't think in God terms a lot of the time. Yeah. I mean, certainly he thinks in human terms because we are human, but... I know, I know what you mean. What do you mean? What do I mean? Yeah, what do you mean? God thinks in human terms. Well, like, I don't know. We're human, so things that happen to us are human terms, right? Our feelings are human terms, so he has to understand human terms. God transcends all terms. all understanding. And yes. so in that, he, he has the ability to comprehend both the spiritual realm and the thank you for the articulation drew that helped i was not doing so great okay do you guys have longer or shorter types of prayers there's a place for both i think like what you said at the beginning episode that prayers are pretty prayers a pretty straightforward topic Mm -hmm. to define um it's like you can really do a lot with prayer because of the freedom that we have with it. Yeah. 
you can pray longer prayers, shorter prayers out loud yeah. in your head with other people by yourself. Um, I would say it's honestly probably my favorite discipline because of that. Because hmm. it's not hard. Do you think? <laughs> do you think it's hard? Uh, it's not hard for me. No. Can either of you see where it could be hard for other people? Like why? Why are we defining it as a discipline if it's not something that you have to? I th- I think it goes in line with what we were saying with meditation, and that it's a break from the uh minute to minute hustle and uh you know get stuff done yeah. of of the lives we can live a lot of times, and a break from that can be hard. I want to kind of take your question from a different angle. So I don't think a discipline necessarily has to be something that's hard. I think it's something that needs to be done daily or like regularly. Right. Um, so you have to have the discipline to continue doing it. Doesn't necessarily mean it's a hard thing. Like no matter how, like it's a discipline to do, to do your dishes. I don't think that's very hard, but it's still a discipline that you have to do. And some people it's harder and some people it's easier. It's just, it's a discipline that you need to do. And everyone's disciplines are a little easier and a little harder in some spots. So, yeah. Well, I think, okay, so a bunch of, bunch of thoughts obviously going through my mind because prayer is just such a fascinating thing that I'm passionate about. I'm sure you guys are too. But um, so with – can you say what you just said again so I can, like, catch my thought again? <sighs> oh, my <laughs> word. <laughs> Fire breather. <laughs> No, sorry. Uh, So basically, a discipline doesn't necessarily have to be something that's hard. It's just something you need to do routinely. Got it. Okay. So prayer, I'm saying, would be could be difficult for people because it takes time out of their day, like Drew said. Yep. And so some people will. You asked shorter, longer prayers earlier. With a quick prayer, it's not as much of a hassle. But we had asked. Do we do we ask it on the podcast or after we finish recording about? Um, if prayer is worth it to do, is it worth it to do a prayer if it's routine? Oh yeah. Ooh. <laughs> um, I'm going to yeah, yeah. So, uh, side note, I I shared this with Simon and Winston before he started, but um, as any any uh listener that's been with us for a few episodes now should probably know i like to read c.s lewis and i i often turn to that as a source when i'm looking um when i'm preparing for these episodes just because i really connect with his thought process and i have a lot of uh context for things that he's written and yeah but one of my favorite c.s lewis lines ever maybe i should say chapters ever is chapter four of the screw tape letters which i'm not going to read but if anyone has three minutes to spare it's it's a pretty short chapter and they should go read chapter four of the screw tape letters but in there he's talking about prayer um and um yeah so screw tape letters is written from the perspective of uh, the demons that want to try to pull uh, what they call the patient out of Christianity. And so this is kind of a negative a negative uh, uh, perspective. Interesting take. On it, yeah. Um, 
uh, let me find this. And so I love this line. It says, the best thing where it is possible is to keep the patient from the serious intention of praying altogether. When the patient is an adult recently reconverted to the enemy's party, the enemy being God, like your man, this is best done by encouraging him to remember or to think he remembers the parrot-like nature of his prayers in childhood. That's the key, is the, the parrot-like nature is what we're talking about. In reaction against that, he may be persuaded to aim at something entirely spontaneous, inward, informal, and unregularized. And what this will actually mean to a beginner will be an effort to produce in himself a vaguely devotional mood in which real concentration of will and intelligence have no part. He goes on. Um, but in that, he's saying, don't be scared to um, make your prayers routine in um, what we were saying earlier is like, it d- you don't you don't have to make your prayers like over the top and they don't have to be new each time and they don't have to be like this overly intelligent thing it's it can be healthy to have that parrot like nature of I prayer think, i think eventually if you don't have these routine prayers that sometimes get like lose their meaning I think if you don't have those and you only have intentional prayers, I think you're going to pray a lot less than you would. And I think that has a much more negative impact than you think. Even though the prayers you do have are intentional, I think the lack of praying, you'll you'll end up pr- praying a lot. <laughs> uh, your, your good prayers, so to speak, are going to be a lot less frequent, I think. Yeah, I I like that because it is under intention where you you want to pray to God and you don't want Satan's little minions to convince you that your prayers are parrot like, so you shouldn't even do it. Yeah, because yeah. you God wants to hear. from And at us. the end of the day, like you're still taking time to do that, no matter how meaningful you think it is, you're still using your time. You're you're choosing to use your time for God, so. Yeah. I think that carries a certain amount of weight on its own. But yeah, if you do like notice it, then you can even s- take it a step further and be like, okay, my prayers are prayer like, what can I do about it? Yeah, exactly. Well, just, yeah. We we've said this multiple times and a lot of these things uh, wow. A lot of it. these things are just about the heart. Like wh- where's your heart at in this? And if your heart um if your heart is like trying to produce this awesome prayer that's really articulate and has it's very deep and um goes like all these different places and your heart's focus on trying to make that prayer like of that nature then you're missing the point but the beautiful thing about a parrot like prayer can be that it is coming from the heart it can be it it doesn't have to be but it can be and so if your heart's in a good place and um yeah that i think that should be your target not not the words yeah Mm -hmm. i have one more comment going back to the question of um are your prayers like shorter or longer usually Mm -hmm. my first thought when you said that was well they're usually pretty short but then i thought 
about um, how it talks to pray without ceasing in the Bible, which is really interesting to me. And I feel like that verse can be get blown off a little bit, like like pray without ceasing. Well, yeah, we probably already do that because we love God. So, yeah. But I, I think I want to make that verse a little bit unfamiliar and I'm not sure like what that actually means. Um, and so th- that I, I thought about that in relation to like, are, are my prayers usually short or long? And like, is, yeah, how, how can you quantify that sometimes? Like, yeah, one, I guess one of my question is, what does that mean? Pray without ceasing. And, to how does that relate to like your actual like prayer time when you're like locked in and for for example like you're saying words out loud yeah because obviously you're not saying words out loud like all the time uh-huh. um i've taken that verse to mean just like uh the frequency in which you pray yeah that's that's typically how i've interpreted it just if like if you have thoughts or um things that come up in your life like just be immediate to prayer sure that's what i've taken that to be okay or when you pray don't get interrupted or don't don't leave it Hmm. open-ended right yeah like don't just stop praying well (laughs) yeah don't cease yeah so you're saying in general there's not really a sense in which like going about your everyday life for example, say I'm in class. There's no way for that really to be simultaneously true that I'm one praying and two like locked in on what the professor is talking about. I don't think so. Yeah, no. I think our okay. brains are way too weak for that. <laughs> yeah. Maybe with God's help we could do it. Well, right. definitely. But I th- I find it where when I'm like walking to class just like where's my where's my heart at am i thinking about god or am i just like listening to music and thinking about something else yeah um which Hmm. has a if if we're done talking about that i have another question about how we pray some people you guys ever seen fast and furious no at the end of the movie they pray with like their whoa my mic just moved (laughs) <laughs> they pray with their hands on the other people's shoulders or they like hold hands as like a commun- communal prayer. In our church, we fold our hands and we kneel. Um, I'm sure a lot of people kneel when they pray, fold their hands. So people hold their hands up, open to God. How do you think, like, what do you think those those patterns are definitely important, but there's no, like, I don't know. I I just do, I just kneel when I feel I need to because I know it's important. Yeah, I, um, when I kneel, I only kneel in one, one location. And so it's, it's not really that sacred. It's next to my office chair, (laughs) but I mean, it's just the same spot every time. That's, yeah. So that when I'm in bed, I don't know. I do think it's important to pray on your knees because I think it sets, sets a mood that is, Again, kind of what we, what I was talking about earlier, just like uh, when you start your prayers, like 
you should praise God. And I think a little bit of that is uh, getting on your knees because you're kind of humbling yourself in that. Or revering him as yeah, more well, yeah, revering mm-hmm. is a better word. Yeah, I like that. Thinking about both, like the importance, not only of like not being distracted. You talk about like you can kneel and like fold your hands like once so you're not distracted, but also it's like submit. Yeah, it's like a sign of submittance. Kneeling is not comfortable for me. Hot take. And I've got to be careful not to like start in a kneel and then kind of like slouch yeah, over. I think, <laughs> I think God gave us bony knees for that reason. He's like, I want you to be not sleepy while you're praying to me. <laughs> yeah. Because huh. like when I wake up in the morning and I try and like pray on the couch, like I'll get up out of bed and I'll go to the couch. I'll fall asleep. Right. If I so then I'm like, OK, I'm falling asleep during this prayer. I'm going to get up get on my knees because I'm not going to fall asleep when I'm on my knees. And also in church, if the prayer is going long, am I like, I'm like, my knees are probably bleeding right now. No, I'm playing. I'm not that much of a wimp, but <laughs> <laughs> like, yeah, it's, I wonder like, that's another thing that keeps me focused is just being on my knees. Cause I know that I'm in the state of praying or praising. Yeah. Um, I did have something Sorry, this is kind of disorganized, but I want to go back to the repetition. This is a fast-paced episode. Yeah. Shoot. Because we, we missed a little bit of what I wanted to talk about. So part of how I get out of routine prayer is whenever I read the Bible, not every time, I, I, I can always do better, of course, but um, not near every time, actually. But I found it really healthy to pray about what I just read through. So like I've been reading through Acts and Hmm. um, I'll just give you an example. So uh, Paul, there was this city that he went to and these people like started stoning him and kicking him out of the city. And then it said like when he recovered, he went back. (laughs) It's like, what? And so like my prayer for that passage was something along the lines of like, help uh, have that courage to just go back into some, like, even though I know things are going to be tough, like help me to, even when I get knocked down or thrown out of the town, (laughs) go back to a hostile environment. Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Hmm. So, um, or like with school, like if I feel kicked out of school, just like I'm tired of studying or whatever, just to be able to go back and face the challenge. So something like that, I think it provides new things to pray for. Um, because I mean, all the, all the different passages in the, um, in the Bible are so unique. Um, it's really, it's every, every prayer is original that way. I think, uh, another thing that's helped me is, and like, I also think that's a way to help you remember what you read more. So I remember there was this passage I read in first Samuel about, uh, it was um, the Philistines stole the Ark of the Covenant, mm-hmm. and I had a prayer about that, and I st- like, I still remember that when I read that. It was just it was one chapter, but I still remember it because I said a prayer about it. Mm-hmm. So I I do think it also enhances your reading. Again, going back to the fact of like, um, 
the dis like the disciplines are better when they build on each other. Right. Um, when I was thinking about the uh, episode we did on meditation, and like even before that episode, like I was like, well, how much does this like coincide with yeah, prayer? Yeah, yeah. I, I just now thinking that. <laughs> and yeah, I wonder if prayer can be a sort of meditation in that way that you were just saying. Yeah. Yeah. Do you guys ever, have you guys ever tried that using the word in your prayer? Mm-hmm. Simon? Yes. Another thing that has kind of along that line. So, um, I, I like to memorize scripture. Well, I don't like to, sometimes it's kind of boring, <laughs> but I do. Um, so that has also helped, I feel like enhance my prayers is being able to cite scripture in my prayers. That's been really cool. Um, also I feel like in a way I'm relying more on God just to even, I don't even know what I'm trying to say, but I'm using his words that have been placed in the Bible in I'm reusing them, so it's just I th- I think it places more significance on what I'm saying. Well, it's just you're trying to understand what he's telling you, yeah. And so you're taking his word and you're using it in your prayer, yeah. Because if you don't understand his word, then you're not going to get anywhere. Yeah. So I I would recommend that to you guys to try to pray through the word, whether that be if you want to mm-hmm. try and memorize scripture and then use it that in your prayers that way, or um, like after you read a chapter or whatever, say a prayer about it. Um, and if that's too much, just go to a psalm and pray through a psalm. I mean, psalms yeah, all the time are like, Lord, help me, you know? So, right. I mean, you're never going to run out of ideas if you go through the hundred-some psalms. Yeah. So, that, th- that's how I deal with repetition. Yeah. I think, I think that's good. I think if I were to try to do that where... Um, I I put verses that I've memorized or that I'm trying to memorize in my prayer. My prayer will become like, like while I'm praying, I'll think about that, and it's I think I'd easily get tripped up on that. Like it, it'd be a distraction for me. Really? Because like I, I I I'm thinking about trying to get this right and trying to memorize it. Oh. But if you have I, well, I'm not I'm not strict at all in terms of like, um, like okay, I'm saying my prayer and like I I don't try and get every single word right. I I I know these verses, so I get the concepts right. in my prayers. And sometimes I do recite like word for word, but most of the time it's just concepts. But I sure. I think it helps to guide what I'm saying, and keep it keep it strict yeah. st- scriptural. How um, informal are you guys with prayer? Or formal. You're saying like, I feel I feel like I'm more formal just because that's who I am. You're saying like using more formal language, like while you pray. Well, yeah, because it's it's communication, and I just talked about body language and like kneeling and stuff. But yeah, like how do you actually speak to the God of the universe or your friend? <laughs> no, that's a great question. I've definitely heard both sides of the spectrum where it's like you hear someone pray and you're like that's not at all how you'd talk like if you're talking to me like it's very formal Mm -hmm. it uses it 
uses the in a lot of language they like the uh, like yeah. you'd you'd hear that in the King James version. Yeah, and some then, people in church will be like, "Let thy hands like <laughs> guide my ways," and I'm just like, right, like I don't know. I think it's cool that you've read that much King James that then that flows into your prayer. Yeah. I I don't have an answer for that. I I've struggled with that myself. Like, I definitely see. You don't how, have an answer. Like like, I mean, certainly you tend one way or another. Well, I, I know what I do myself, but I'm saying like, what what's appropriate? Oh, like, oh. is this something where we should come to God in this very reverent manner and like use that language because it's it's um. It's not informal. Well, you know? yeah. I think it, it goes with what you're praying about. If you're praying for forgiveness, you can't you can't go at God with any form of disrespect or anything like. It's not. I th- I think I think what's being misinterpreted here okay, is yeah. Um, a lot of people come to God in motion, and I think that can be interpreted as informal. Or <laughs> I was gonna say informality, and then I <laughs> changed it to inform. Sounded cool. Yeah, informal. Um, it's definitely like Spanish word. For yeah. It. Also, real quick, I said disrespect, as in like being more formal equals more respect, but that's not that's not how it is. <laughs> I just right don't know how to articulate what I'm trying to say. Yeah. You're applying more respect, but you're not disrespecting by being informal. So I guess. Know? It's a different manner of yeah. respect. It's, it's like, yeah. yo, brother, respect. Right. Just gonna leave me hanging. No. Hey. Feel left out. Okay. I'm not. <laughs> I'm just kidding. <laughs> <laughs> say what you're gonna say. Uh, this makes no sense on audio. <laughs> <laughs> we need to get the video podcast up. No. Um. What was I just saying? Oh, I, I think. Like when people put more emotion in, I I wouldn't say that's necessarily a formal way of speaking. You know why would you why would you pour out your heart in a formal setting? I don't think that's really it. But I I I think you need to put in emotion. So I do think it's important to be informal in that manner. Uh, but also, I agreed. I think you should talk formal as well. I I think there's just a mix. I don't think there's a right or wrong. I think they're both good in their own way, and I think that you should incorporate both. And I don't think you should have a, a formal prayer and an informal prayer. I think, I think you should just have you. You know, I think that's the most important thing is whatever. I mean, you you don't have to speak in thee and thou if that's not how you speak, right? Just go to the the level that's formal for you. It's back to, the, like, the heart issue. Like, it, if saying thee and thou helps you really connect at a heart level and yeah. feel that really, like, reverent nature of God— like I, I think that can be great, and if being a little bit more informal and having maybe more day-to-day language helps you connect more on a heart level, I think that's great too. Yeah. Do you think that doing one or the other limits God or puts him in a box? Because I think that how we talk to people is like how we perceive. So how we talk to God is how going to reflect how we perceive him. So if he's our father, if he's our king, if he's our friend, if he's... You don't want him to just be one. He's all. He's everything. He, He's I am. Yeah. I think, 
I think you've got to be careful calling God your friend because hear me out. <laughs> I know. No, I'm hearing you out. So like he, he actually calls us his friend in, in scripture, but I, I think like literally one time, but he also, Jesus calls us his sheep and like even his slaves. So I think it's more important to like, yes, he's our friend, but I think we should be more honored in like, whoa, like he wants to be my friend rather than like, yeah, like we're friends. Is that, is that kind of make sense? Yeah. And I also think that like looking back on overanalyzing things, yeah. <laughs> it it is really like, yeah, you don't have to think too much on, on, on this. God knows your heart. I have uh if we're done with that I have a, another thought. Um I think we covered all the bases. I um I want to hear your guys thoughts on how the trinity plays into prayer. Oh um, yes. <laughs> Wait, we had this conversation with Brendan, right? Maybe. At I hop. <laughs> I okay. I'm not recall re, uh, I'm not recalling, but it was me, you, Josh, Brennan. Yeah. No, I, I tired turkey. Yeah. Okay. That's that's at four a.m. So, yeah. Nah, yeah. nah. Um, I, I had a coffee that ate that night, so I was <laughs> still wired. I think maybe. No, nah, I know. I know what you're talking about. Um, but, uh, the common thing to say at the end of our prayers is, "In Jesus' name, we pray." Amen. So mm-hmm. we pray, in Jesus' name. Uh. It could. Would you say that we're praying to God in Jesus' name and through the Spirit, or how how does how does those three how do those three work together um, in prayer? When you're talking about the Trinity and you use the word God, I'm assuming you mean the Father. Father. Yeah, yeah. So you're right. Yeah. Um, I always, it's weird. Like I, well. Yeah, I I feel like I am always, the words that I use, I I pray to the Father. Father slash God. Right. Um, But because like when, I don't know, I'll say like, thank you for sending your son. Yeah. So that's praying to the Father. But then I do say in Jesus' name. Right. And I'll start my prayers a lot like with Father God or like, yeah, yeah, dear Father or something like that. Yeah, Uh uh-huh. So, I don't know. I I think that's an interesting dynamic. I probably I probably like I bet if you asked a hundred people, I I bet probably none of them would say they pray to the Holy Spirit. Right, they're but, all the same thing though. But they have different <laughs> persons. So like, I feel like this is such a complicated topic. It is. My mind's blowing up. Yeah. I think God's beyond understanding, guys. Well, thanks for listening to Top Floor Discussions. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, we we have landed on the ultimate answer. We should it, release a two sentence uh, <laughs> episode. <laughs> Guys, like ask a crazy question, and the answer is just. I think that's beyond our understanding. Yeah. We play the outro music. <laughs> uh, I don't really think there's an issue praying to one or the other or whatever i mean they're all god so you know they're all the mm. holy spirit no 
I'm I'm not even talking about necessarily who you're praying to, but like how does the Holy Spirit play into that dynamic? Oh, yeah, certainly, certainly you're praying through the Holy Spirit. I think because like that's that's what Jesus did when he died on the cross. He broke the the old covenant and allowed this new covenant that allowed us to not go to the temple every time we wanted to pray. We have the Holy Spirit in us, so we can pray, yeah. pray to Him. And then, yeah. Um, and then I thought of like Daniel would pray like in his closet or wh- whatever, and he'd kneel down and he'd yep. face Jerusalem. Mm-hmm. And so that that's not like praying at the temple or whatever. Mm-hmm. And so, in what sense was like, yeah? How did that dynamic? work there and is it the same that it is now i don't know and i also yeah i hate mitigating your question but i feel like it's insignificant because it's old testament so it's like why does it matter what was the difference then compared to now right i i'm just saying yeah yeah, yeah i got you. using that as a way to understand how how those things work but i don't know there there is a lot there yeah. and i i don't know the answer myself mm-hmm. but Far too ignorant. <laughs> oh shit, my sister's red heart? Oh, I'm on Bluetooth. Tell her she's live. SD, you are live on the podcast. Wait, SD, you are oh, live on the heart. podcast. Hi. Hey. What's up, SD? This is our first ever call in. <laughs> oh my gosh, hi guys. Can you hear us? Yeah, I was excited to eat dinner with my brother, and I was letting him know that. Awesome, me too. I think I'm going to get the uh, roast beef stew. Where are you guys going for dinner? We're going to Nine Irish. (laughs) Nine Irish? Ooh, I've seen that. That's like over by the car wash. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know. All right, Esty, I'll call you back when I'm done with this. Bye, Esty. Yep, bye, I love you. (laughs) This is off the rails. (laughs) That was perfect timing, holy. Wow, that is a first for the podcast. We gotta keep that in. Well, we'll have to see in editing if that's actually, like, hearable. It should be. It probably is. I only heard it in my right ear. Did you guys? I only heard it in my left ear. I heard it in both. (laughs) If we combine our That's abilities, odd. be chilling. <laughs> All right. Right. I. Ooh. Wait. Breaking news. What? Dun 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 dun. dun. My study partner said I can't until later. I don't know if you'd be able to at like six? Question mark. <laughs> oh. oh. Wait. We def. No, that wasn't it. That was a two out of ten. Joke. What's happening? <laughs> <laughs> we have enough time to do an episode Isn't two. Is it funny? Huh? To rate someone's joke? Isn't that fun? <laughs> that is fun. No, it makes me want to jump across the table and slap. Anyway. <laughs> that, fair, that is an answer to prayer. Episode two. We can do it. That is, that's awesome. That's legendary. <laughs> Have a nice day, everybody. Thanks for listening. And Bye. Um, stay tuned on the Top Floor Discussions Instagram, yep. where we will be releasing Spotify wrapped Info, what? maybe. Uh, wait. I haven't shown you that, but we got a Spotify Dude, round for the podcast. Awesome.
awesome. Oh, okay. Um, All right. Also, let us know what you thought of the open floor, which is our new our new uh, series that I think we'll try to do that once a month, where we kind of have a more laid back discussion. Yeah. I don't really care about the scheduling, but yeah, just right. Um, but let us know if you like it. Let us know suggestions because uh, it's an open floor. We the opportunity are endless yeah the world is our yeah. oyster yeah let us know on drew's email um drew platner at icloud.com in the episode notes yep and you can also let us know in the comments of the instagram post for that episode also please leave us one star reviews we need more critics right now yeah, i told my mom to be more critical dude, of we us have- <laughs> We have a perfect five star rating, which is ridiculous. If you leave, we're a, not that good. Yeah, please, that's what I mean. Be honest. If you leave a one star review on either Apple Podcasts or Spotify, we will read it. Um, unless it's not. No, dude. That's unless gonna it's put not pressure podcast on them. content. Wait, what? No, we. D- um, how about if you send us an email with a criticism email? and tell us that we can read it? Who uses I don't know. email these days, bro? Nah, just keep it confidential. Never mind. Bad idea. Yep. <laughs> idea one out of ten. <laughs> <laughs> nah, I was trying to get them to like that, encourage them to okay. write something. Maybe not a one star review, oh, but gotcha. like three star reviews, pretty average. <laughs> just be completely honest because we want to keep improving. But yeah. Love. Thanks for listening. Peace. Yeah. All right, kindness, we out. Goodness, faithfulness, gentleness, self control. Right, we're closing it. Pray continually without ceasing. Plot twist. (laughs) Oh, special episode, special guest. Is not Simon. It's nobody. (laughs) Just do the episode without me. If you want. The joke was a 2 out of 10. Okay. I'm going (laughs) to... We're going to edit that out because it wasn't funny. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. I'm sorry. No, thanks for rating my joke, Winston. (laughs) Remind me to do that next time you say a joke. (laughs) (laughs) That's my go-to and I don't laugh at a joke. (laughs) I just rate. Your dad sounds cool. Bro. <laughs> Welcome. This is episode eight, nine? Eleven. No, no, no. No, what of oh. the... the uh, Spiritual disciplines? Yeah. Oh, no, it's like six. Hold up, I'll pull it up quick. <laughs> anyway, someone else doing a drug. Fake fan. <laughs> You got Simon, it. no. I'm dreaming of a white Christmas just like the one I used to know. Yo, do the do do doots. Do 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 do. No, I'll do the do do doots. Yeah. Do, 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 do. 
Because I don't know this song as well. I have actually not heard this song. What? Oh, no, I've heard the first part. Every time it rains, it rains. And panties from heaven. Panties from heaven. Hey, come here, boy. boy. Good sax impression. This is the scene in Elf where he's running around the. Um, yeah. I don't even know what you call him. 